endocrine, embryology, thyroid development. Thyroid diverticulum arises from floor of primitive pharynx. So, thyroid diverticulum arises from where? From floor of primitive pharynx. From primitive pharynx, that also from where? From the floor. And then, the thyroid diverticulum descends into the neck. Where does thyroid diverticulum descend into? It descends into neck. What descends into neck? Thyroid diverticulum descends into neck. Connected to tongue by thyroglossal duct. So, thyroid diverticulum is connected to tongue. You know by what? By a duct. And the name of the duct is thyroglossal duct. So, T is connected to T via T. That is, thyroid diverticulum is connected to tongue via what? Thyroglossal duct. Which normally disappears but may persist as cyst or the pyramidal lobe of thyroid. This thyroglossal duct normally disappears. But if it persists, then it persists as cyst or the pyramidal lobe of thyroid. What kind of lobe of thyroid? The pyramidal lobe of thyroid. Foramen cecum is normal remnant of thyroglossal duct. So, what is the normal remnant of thyroglossal duct? Foramen cecum. Most common ectopic thyroid tissue site is the tongue. Lingual thyroid. What is the most common ectopic thyroid tissue site? It is the tongue. Lingual thyroid. Removal may result in hypothyroidism. So if you remove this thyroid tissue, ectopic thyroid tissue, what will happen? It will lead to hypothyroidism. If it is the only thyroid tissue present, so it will lead to hypothyroidism if it is the only thyroid tissue present. Thyroglossal duct cyst presents as an anterior midline neck mass that moves with swallowing or protrusion of the tongue. So there is a condition and the condition is thyroglossal duct cyst. So what happens to the patient? The patient says that he has a swelling, a neck mass in the anterior side that also in the midline of the neck. And they will say that whenever I swallow or whenever I put, protrude the tongue, the mass also moves. So this thyroglossal duct cyst versus another condition that is branchial cleft cyst. So what happens in branchial cleft cyst is there is persistent cervical sinus leading to branchial cleft cyst in lateral neck. So where is branchial cleft cyst seen? It is seen in the lateral side of the neck and it occurs due to persistence of the cervical sinus. Thyroid tissue and parafollicular cells of the thyroid are derived from endoderm. So what comes from the endoderm? Two things, that is thyroid tissue and parafollicular cells. So this thyroid tissue and parafollicular cells 
are also known as C cells. What is it collectively called? C cells. And what does it produce? C for C cells, C for calcitonin. It produces what? Calcitonin. Now I will talk about the anatomy of endocrine. Adrenal cortex and medulla. Adrenal cortex is derived from the mesoderm. Add me. So what do you have to remember it as? Add me. Add means adrenal cortex. Me means mesoderm. And medulla. Derived from neural crest. So medulla is derived from the neural crest. New med. I'm new to med. New means neural crest. Med means medulla. Now adrenal gland and its parts the outer layer is the capsule then there is cortex then there is medulla right so cortex and medulla now in histology gfr remember it as gfr zona glomerulosa zona fasciculata zona reticularis right so zona glomerulosa Primary regulation by angiotensin 2. Primary regulation by what? Angiotensin 2. And zona fasciculata and zona reticularis. Primary regulation done by ACTH and CRH. For both, the primary regulation is done by ACTH and CRH. And medulla, histology, chromaffin cells of which the primary regulation is done by preganglionic sympathetic fibers preganglionic sympathetic fibers right now the hormone class glomerulosa produces mineralocorticoids fasciculata glucocorticoids and reticularis produces androgen right so mineralocorticoids first then glucocorticoids then androgens primary hormone produced is glomerulosa produces aldosterone fasciculata cortisol and reticularis dhea glomerulosa aldosterone fasciculata cortisol and reticularis dhea so a b c d likewise a for aldosterone first there's no b then c for cortisol then d for dhea and for medulla the primary hormone produced is epinephrine and norepinephrine so you can remember it as a b c d e with no b in between and hormone class of medulla is catecholamines and primary regulation by preganglionic sympathetic fibers. So GFR corresponds with the salt, sugar and sex. The deeper you go, the sweeter it gets. So salt is mineralocorticoids, sugar is glucocorticoids and sex is androgens. Now talking about pituitary gland, anterior pituitary and posterior pituitary. Anterior pituitary, also known as adenohypophysis, A for A, and posterior pituitary, known as neurohypophysis. So, what does anterior pituitary secrete? It secretes what? FSH, LH, ACTH, DSH, prolactin, GH, right? 
so melanotropin msh secreted from intermediate lobe of pituitary so from the intermediate lobe of pituitary what comes out msh comes out that is melanotropin derived from oral ectoderm rathke pouch where is it derived from from the oral ectoderm rathke pouch so there are two subunits alpha subunit and beta subunit alpha subunit hormone subunit common to tsh lh fsh and scg so alpha subunit is the hormone subunit common to tsh lh fsh and hcg beta subunit determines the hormone specificity what does beta subunit determine it determines the hormone specificity so acth and msh are derivatives of pomc what is pomc pro opio melanocortin p for pro o for opio m for melano c for cortin so acth and msh are derivatives of pro opio melanocortin so you can remember it as flat pig flat pig is the mnemonic f for fsh l for lh a for acth t for tsh so flat is done now pig p p for prl and g for gh now beta b is flat b for basophil flat for flat you can remember it as f for fsh l for lh a acth t tsh and acidophils acidophils gh and prl so you can remember it as gap g for growth hormone a for acidophils and prl now posterior pituitary or neurohypophysis stores and releases vasopressin and oxytocin posterior posterior pituitary stores and releases firstly it stores it gathers and then it sends out means releases two hormones that is vasopressin and oxytocin vasopressin antidiuretic hormone or you can also call it as adh so what is vasopressin vasopressin is adh that is antidiuretic hormone these both are made in hypothalamus where are these hormones made they are made in the hypothalamus supraoptic and paraventricular nuclei so where in the hypothalamus in the supraoptic and paraventricular nuclei and transported to posterior pituitary first they are made in the hypothalamus in the supraoptic and paraventricular nuclei and then after it's made it needs to be transported so it gets transported to the posterior pituitary via neurophysins what are neurophysins do you know yes they are the carrier proteins carrier proteins derived from neuroectoderm so from where is the posterior pituitary derived it is derived from the neuroectoderm from where is the anterior pituitary derived it is derived from the rathke pouch or the oral ectoderm now endocrine pancreas cell types islets of langerhans are collections of alpha beta and delta endocrine cells islet 
arise from pancreatic buds so islets arise from where from pancreatic buds alpha beta delta alpha means glucagon peripheral on the outside beta means insulin central insulin or beta cells insulin ins ins inside so insulin is inside that is it is in central region and delta is somatostatin which is interspersed right so this ends the two pages of first aid endocrine section i hope you like it